The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The horses are at the gate. And they're off! Welcome to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. With the weekend coming up, this is the spot to be for news, handicapping, and spotlights featuring the winners behind horse racing today. Now, here's your host, Ed Meyer. And good evening and welcome to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer, and thank you for taking time each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, talking about the sport of gangs. That is why I'm here. That is what I love. As I've got TVG on in the background, just kind of meandering around the dial, seeing what's happening, is watching Evangeline coming down the lane. Still got to get your pony fix in. Even if you're not wagering, it's a whole lot of fun to watch. There's not a better game out there. Winning Ponies is still rolling red hot. The exotics are over $6 million and counting. Big weekend last Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Hope you were tied on. We're going to be talking about that here shortly. Well, I played online Friday and finished 11th out of 111. Start off with a 17 to 1 shot out of seven races. That's all we're going to play. I thought that I was really going to do something. 11th out of 111, not bad. With some many players that are damn good. These guys are just flat out good. No cigar. That hurts a little bit, but you know what? Lick your wounds, get it on, because I can't wait for the next one. Because that is what I like to do. like to play the races. What is happening tonight? We're going to recap last week. My crying is over, so you can just put away the crying towel. Biggins, talking about how Winning Ponies is done. I say check it out for yourself. Proof is in the pudding when you see the predictions and how they've done and what they paid. Nope, they're not doctored. Nope, they're not changed. You can go back for yourself and take a look. I would advise you, before you make any decision to do such, it's what sold me, it's what got us in communication, and one year later, we are still doing business, blogging, talking about horses, and having a whole lot of fun. So check it out for yourself. I think you're definitely going to be very happy. News from around the wide, wide world of racing. Always a lot of fun. Special guest this week is hot rider, Rosemary Homeister. This will be a whole lot of fun. Rosemary is a class act. Pistol Pete in a place of the week. If you've been keeping track of Pistol Pete, you would not be disappointed. This guy can flat out make it happen. And then we'll do some final furlong handicapping with yours truly. We'll be talking about runners for the weekend and what we are going to do to actually get it on and make it happen. Real quick, we'll recap the sheets. They're very easy to use. I can't say that enough. They are easy to use. From the novice to the hardcore horse player, you will find value in these. You have to check it out. You have to take a look at yourself. Track condition and turf changes. Expansive, complete PPs that you get in a program and or the form. Very expansive. 
whole lot of information. Speed ratings in the last three races. This race, the race that they're actually going to be running on the particular day, in a turf rating. You've got three ratings to actually go with. Speed notation symbols, the plus, the double plus, which I've never lost one. I have never lost a play on double plus. I think I might call these guys and ask for my money back, but I don't think I'm going to have to. Double plus, I'd reach down double deep. It's generally something I really I don't do. I stick by my guns. I stick by my plan. Double plus symbols are incredibly hot. Monster workouts, they draw my attention to how they've been doing in the morning for the morning glories. First-time blinkers, always incredible when they put the hood on. Gets a little more speed out of the runners. Has improved. First-time Lasix, really important there. Three-year-old runners, if you've got a three-year-old against older, you definitely want to know. Layout for 45 days or more. All selections are tiered, so you can just reach in and pull out what fits your wagering plan. Speaking about what fits your wagering plan, let's talk about Biggins. Friday, July 10th, there was 129 total Biggins. Leading the pack, Los Alamitos races 4 through 9, a pick 6, 5,839.20. You think I'm fibbing? Dig them up, take a look. I think you're going to be elated. And then, my goodness, did they have a day on July 11th. 201 total Biggins. Leading the pack was Woodbine, races 7 to 10, a pick 4. 18,722.90. That's some good darn shooting there. That's a pretty nice little investment. Who knows? You get a stretch out with eight, twelve dollars and maybe snag that. Hollywood races five through ten on July twelfth on a Sunday. 130 biggins leading the pack was a pick six, twenty thousand dollars, six hundred fifty-one dollars and sixty cents. A pick six. That's beautiful. Monday, July thirteenth, thirty-four total biggins, four thousand five hundred. $99.60 at Thistle Downs race number two. That's a nice super effective key, $4,500, almost $4,600, 40 cents short. Tuesday, July 14th, 37 total biggins. And Philly Park races five through seven in a pick three, $8,940 and 20 cents. Not bad. Wednesday, July 15th, 68 total biggins. Arlington Park race eight, a super effective. If you were lucky enough, please sit down, 14211 even. Sweet. Thursday, July 16th, 31 total biggins. Louisiana Downs race number seven, a super effecta, 1,923.40, and the day is still rolling here on Thursday. That's the beautiful part about it. There's still races going on, so they could eclipse that with ease. News from around the world. Let you know what's happening as we're building up to having our special guest on board, Rosemary Homeister. Spoke to her time, emailed a few times. Class act, a lot of fun. I think you're going to want to stay tuned for that. That will be coming up in our second segment. As always, as we have our special guest. But before we do so, let's talk about the news. Let's talk about the Horse Players Association of North America, HANA, as we call it. A little pool party at Mountaineer. Pool party, race number two. Friday the 17th, the Hannah Pool Party is a concept first detailed by the Hannah members and longtime horse players Mike Mayo and Ross Gallo. That's okay. You can always see them because they're always qualified for Vegas. These guys are incredible handicappers. In a nutshell, they hope to create a pool that will significantly follow horse players in that direction or help them follow it, their, their, uh, their point, 
and horse players from Hannah can make money to bet into a specific pool or track, what they're hoping is the concept can mushroom and raise awareness of the horse player-centric issues that make our game a better one to play and grow the sport of horse racing. So no amount of wagering is too small, and they appreciate every dollar played. Mountaineer Park Pool Party, race number two, Friday the 17th. Take a look at the pool. It will be staggering. Kind of like that idea. These guys are innovators. Innovators they are. Last week, some of the big races. Man of War Stakes in the 7th at Belmont, $500,000 guaranteed. Gio Ponte, Ramon Dominguez, scoring by a length and three quarters, paying $6.30 to win for Christophe Clement. Very nice indeed, $500,000 up for grabs there. Calder had a big weekend. Race number four, the Bob Humphrey Turf, $150,000. Little Nick, Manny Cruz, fifteen sixty for Bill White. Beaten favorite, Mr. Light Nightlinger. I thought we could have been lights out, just couldn't last and ran second. Fifth at Calder last week, J.J.'s Dream Stakes, dashing Debbie Danny Coa. In the Irons being 28-20 for Gerald Procino, beaten favorite, runs second there. Miss Delight. And then onward is the seventh race at Calder, and that's the Azalea Stakes. $200,000 guaranteed. Winner is the nine. First passage, Jermaine Bridgman. Four wide and prevail, paying nine hoops. Marty Wilson is a trainer. That's right. He is quite a nice little trainer, paying nine bucks. On to race number eight at Calder, the carryback stakes, grade two. $200,000 up for grabs, not for silver. Jose Lescano wins by four and a half lengths. It must have been beaten favor day because they all keep running second. You lucky man beaten favor running second. But the winner was not for silver, paying 10 even. Very nice. Ninth race had called her the Princess Rooney Handicap of grade one. 350000 up for grabs. Game face, Edgar Prado, he had his on. Here's a favor of the score. Six and three-quarter lengths. Game face paying 560 for trainer Todd Pletcher. Probably heard of the fellow. Caller race number 10, the Smile Handicap, grade two, $350,000 up for grabs. Eaton's gift, Jose Lescano lighting up the boards at 3120. Trainer Dale Romans. This guy, he can sting him in Kentucky. He can sting him in Florida. It doesn't matter. The 11th at Calder, the American Dreamer. Grand Cash, Edgar Prado. Another favorite there, finally scoring 640 for David Vivian. Very nice. Race 12 to Frank Gomez Memorial, 100000 up for grabs. Jackson, Brent, Jackson Bend for Jeffrey Sanchez. After bobbling at the start, getting up late, paying $20.40. Then we go onward and upward to Arlington. Seventh race, the American Derby, grade two. Rebs, Julian Le Peru, who's going to be our guest in a couple weeks, paying thirteen twenty for George Arnold II. We like to call him Rusty. Then we move on to the ninth at Arlington, the Diamond Ring Stakes. Romaka, I believe I gave that one out there, paying five forty. Also the Exacta and Trifecta, I believe I gave that one out. On to the eleventh race, the Arlington Sprint Yankee Ingenuity. Eddie Barrett, Eddie Barrett, I believe had a five bagger on that day, paid nineteen dollars. Race number twelve, the Arlington Handicap Grade Three, just as well. Eddie Barrett again, ten forty. Very big day for the boy. He really. He really struck out and made it happen. Love to hear E.T. Baird getting the job done. Got a little bit of news here on the Breeders' Cup front. Breeders' Cup changes hinges on a strategic plan. The format of the Breeders' Cup will not change. 
They're going to be developed more in the next six months. No immediate changes in the World Championship format. Woo-hoo! I love it. Currently two days and 14 races. Recommendations outlined during the teleconference for nominators and the media focused on four areas. The mission and vision of the Breeders' Cup, improving the challenge of a series of races that provide bursts for qualifying for the championship, improving relationships with racetracks, becoming stronger partners, and focusing on redefining the customer. Don't think you can do enough of that. That's all courtesy of our good friends at Blood Horse. Well, it's time to head into a break when we return. Okay, we're going to be talking to our good friend, is Rosemary Holmeister. Is our good friend Will is dialing her up. Going to be having her on, and I think you're going to want to stay tuned. But you're only going to get it. You stay tuned here on Winning Ponies. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Imagine a family that was almost fed by neighbors who almost volunteered to help them out. Almost volunteered to give them their first hot meal in weeks. Almost volunteered. But as anyone knows, when it comes to giving, almost doesn't count. Don't almost give. Give. Give of your time, your money, your kindness. To find out how, visit our website at don'talmostgive.org. This message brought to you by the Ad Council. And they're off! What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with WinningPonies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry, let WinningPonies.com make some money for you. Jessica. Hi, Mrs. Johnson. Is Megan there? Sure. Follow me. The kids are in the kitchen making sandwiches. <laughs> hey, Julie. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Megan. Hey, Megan. Yeah? You're a total freak. God, you're ugly. And dumb. Oh, and your makeup makes you look like a tramp. Tommy Morris told me you guys made out. Everybody knows. The whole school knows. He said your breath smelled like garbage, and he almost puked. He says you're the most desperate girl he knows. And that dress is totally hideous. You look like a big, fat clown. Disgusting. Oh, and by the way, nice zit. If you wouldn't say it in person, why say it online? Delete cyberbullying. Don't write it, don't forward it. For more information, visit ncpc.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Justice, Crime Prevention Coalition of America, National Crime Prevention Council, and the Ad Council. Now, Mrs. Johnson, before we close on your mortgage loan, I want to make sure you remember Mike. Hi. You can trust me. I'm African-American, just like you. So, here's the low monthly payments and interest rates we promised, and here's where they triple. The rest of this stuff is just here to make sure that we get your house when you can't pay us back. What a lovely house. Predatory lenders are never this easy to spot. Call us at 866-222-FAIR and protect yourself with the facts. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Fair Housing Alliance and the Ad Council. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. 
winning ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. Welcome back once again to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer, and thank you for tuning in each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, talking about the sport of kings. It's one of the only sports I talk about. This in football. Love the two. One in 1A in my heart. Football season creeping around the corner, too. You know what really gets me going is when I start seeing these, these odds for preseason games this far out. When I say this far out, I mean... We're already talking about week one, which will be September 10th, Thursday, and I'm seeing the odds. It's already getting me ready. I can't wait. My man Will, he is the man with a plan. He's the man that runs the board. He makes things happen, all that sweet music, and gets all our guests. He is trying to connect with Miss Rosemary Homeister, but in the meantime, let me get you caught up on a few things. Eric Wing from the NTRA. This guy is about as talented as the day is long. Puts out a beautiful little NTRA thoroughbred notebook. I get it from the racetrack, NTRA.com. Eric Wing, truly one of the bright fellows in racing. Story, Nicanor, Nicanor, brother of Barbaro, favored in Saturday's Virginia Derby, solid field of 10 sophomores, signed up for the grade two $750,000 Virginia Derby. July 18th at Colonial Downs in New Kent, Virginia. Headlining the field is Nicanor, the full brother to 2006 Kentucky Derby winner Barbaro, who will be trying stakes company for the first time. Nicanor, it's a grass looking really good. Has been installed as a 7-2 morning line favorite. That is not a morning line favorite. That is a gift in the 10 furlong event on the grass owned by Layout Stables and trained by Michael Matz. Nicanor did not race as a two-year-old but collected two second-place finishes from his first three races of 2009, all on the dirt. After switch to the turf, the three-year-old Dynaformer Cole broke his maiden by 15 and a quarter lengths at Delaware Park May 13th and won by a length three quarters in his most recent start. Also on the grass, jockey Jose Lascano has a mount. This man from Tampa is busting out everywhere. He's busting from the seams. Jose Lascano, one of the, one of the bright spots that you may want to keep on uh, Keep on doing. Just got a note from a man, Will. Still can't get a hold of her. That's okay. We'll talk horses. I got a couple other Friday plays for you, too. Battle of Hastings, who won the Colonial Turf Cup on June 20th, is back from his California base, another go of the Virginia sod. I don't think there's a better turf course in the country. That and Arlington are, are my two favorites. Then, uh, sadly, Hollywood, and, which is going to go bye-bye. We've been keeping up on it. The Battle of Hastings on the Virginia side has been made the 4-1 to second choice. 4-1, to that's incredible there. After breaking his maiden in the lucid thinking handicap and winning and, and winning the Landini Tractors handicap, both in England. I like that. Landini Tractors handicap? Hey, I like it. It's money. Both in England, Battle of Hastings was sent to America where he captured a pair of Santa Anita prior to his June Colonial Downs foray, Jockey Tyler Bays. Will be aboard the Battle of Hastings for his sixth straight time. Hold me back, winner of the Lanes End Stakes at Turfway Park in mid-March. Is the third choice at five to one. 
My goodness gracious, there's some value to be had. Trainer Billy Mott, who conditions the Giants Causeway Colt, has three Virginia Derbies on his resume. Hold me back most recently, ran in the Kentucky Derby, where he finished 12th behind Mind That Bird. I think we all remember that. Mind That Bird just stung us at the windows, but hey, history was made. So take a look at that. Take a look at that. You know what? While we're waiting for Rosie, she must be getting her nails done. That's my only guess. She must be getting her nails done. We're going to talk to my good friend, Mr. Pistol Pete Ilo. Peter, what is happening? I mean, we got ourselves a big weekend here. I, I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm breaking into a full-body sweat about what's going to be happening in New Kent, Virginia. I mean, uh, it looks like they're putting together some very nice turf runners indeed. Sure are, you know, and it'll be interesting to see how a lot of those races play out. You know, Colonial's a big, sweeping, wide grass course that, uh, you know, you got a long run in there, so uh, you got, the riders got to remember to be patient. It's still only about the quarter pole when you get to the head of the lane, so and a lot of time to find room, and uh, the patient ride usually wins it. You know, here's the quarter bet, and I, and I know you're going to snatch it right out. Who's the race caller there? Who calls the Colonial Downs? Dave Rodman. Oh, oh my goodness. Is there any is there any color that you don't know? Uh, not when it comes to track announcers. <laughs> you know, Dave is Dave is actually one of the best the best race callers out there, in my opinion. You know, I mean, he he kind of incorporates uh, a little bit of both of the uh, two points of camp, if you will. You know, the the excitable announcer versus the very analytical announcer, and he really does a job of balancing both of those things. And moreover, you know, he doesn't get a whole lot of press, but you don't hear him. Uh, you know, uh, whining about it, uh, and, you know, he just goes about his job. And actually, one of the few guys I've never met is Dave, so I have a lot of respect for him, both uh, as a race caller and as a, uh, a racing fan. You know, we, we had a conversation, and we started talking about, you know, the state of racing, and you coming from the University of Arizona. I, I have to say that uh, I, I haven't had the opportunity to actually really sit down and have this kind of a conversation with you, but it was a whole lot of fun, and, and I learned a lot. And uh, I, I love to chat with guys that know a lot about the industry. And not only are you, you know, you want, first off, you're a wonderful race caller. Secondly, you're, you're, you're a daggone good handicapper. But, you know, when we, we were just kind of yakking this past week, uh, I would like to, like to pick that up because I think, and I'd like for everyone out there to know, I think Pete Ayala is going to make his mark in racing. I'm sure it's going to be uh, at the microphone, but... I don't think that you're pigeonholed by any means that uh, you just have to go up and announce. I think that uh, any track where you, uh, where you hang your hat would uh, consider you an asset. Well, you know, the one thing that the racetrack industry program told me when I was going on the uh, announcer run, if you will, is that, uh, hey, listen, we got a lot of other resources here. There's a lot of other avenues in this business. And, frankly, uh, the way the track announcing position is now, it's not like it was 20 years ago where you could just be the track announcer, get there at noon, leave at 4, and go about your merry way. Now you kind of have to uh, take on a little added responsibility and do more more than one thing. So that's kind of how I set myself up to do it. So if, uh, if I feel like I have a vantage point to speak on something, I'm not afraid to speak on something. Maybe that's a little bit of my track announcer part of me. You know, Pete, uh, you know, it's, it's an issue that's nationwide. It's just not Ohio racing or Kentucky racing. Uh, I guess the, I'd like to say racing gods, the legislative body, the governor, everyone kind of smiled upon Ohio with the, the gift of allowing us to defend ourselves and, and possibly even plug a hole 
the size of a, of a black hole in the budget with some VLT and slot machine legislation. Absolutely, you know, and then we were talking that. I think it's important to, for everybody involved to remember where we were before the slot machines and try to uh, put our best foot forward when it comes to the added revenues that we get from the slot machines. You know, it's I was commenting the other day on a blog that I read of Tom Lamar's that I, I read an article myself and thought it was very apropos. The guy compared uh, horse racing and uh, revenue streams to, you know, any Fortune 500 company with a variety of products and said that just because one of your products is mature, that meaning uh, racing, you know, we've kind of topped off, so to speak, um, doesn't mean that you just, uh, you know, your product gets mature, either you let it die, discontinue making the product, which, you know, we don't want to do, or you convert some of your cash cow revenue, cash cow meaning, you know, low income, high outcome type scenario, i.e. slot machines, you convert some of your cash cash cow money to your mature product, rebrand, remarket, and reposition the product within the market to make it start over in a product life cycle. And I really thought that was an excellent article because it's really just dead on uh, in the sense that uh, just because uh, we were not are down and out, so to speak, before slot machines doesn't mean that once slot machines kick in, we have to remain stagnant and remain down and out. I can't, I can't agree with you more. It's, you know, we have the opportunity to actually maybe possibly turn ourselves around, but, uh, you know, it just hopefully we'll do the right thing. Pete, it's time to head out to a break. Can you hang on for a few minutes? We're going to be Absolutely. talking about Pistol Pete's Play of the Week. Yes, sir. All right. It is time to head out to a break. Rosemary Homemeister must be getting a pedicure and a manicure. And she didn't allow my good friend Pete Ilo as a friend on Facebook. Angers the hell out of me. So... We're going to head out to another break. When we return, we're going to be talking to the man of the scene and plans for the weekend with our good friend Pistol Pete Ilo here on Winnie Ponies. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Videos de aprendizaje de inglés. Máxima calidad. Nunca escucharás a alguien vendiendo educación en la calle, pero con programas familiares gratuitos sí puedes obtener la educación que necesitas. Llame al 1-877-326-5481 para información sobre programas gratuitos de educación familiar. Mira, vengan aquí. Obtengo un mejor vocabulario en inglés garantizado. El primer paso a una vida mejor. Un mensaje del National Center for Family Literacy y el Art Council. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry, let winningponies.com make some money for you. There was this house that was almost saved from a fire that was almost put out by people who almost volunteered. As generous a nation as we are, sometimes instead of giving, we almost give. We almost come forward in times of need. Almost. 
but almost giving is the same as not giving at all. Don't almost give. Give. To find out how, check our website at don'talmostgive.org. A message from the Ad Council. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back once again to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer. And thank you for taking your time out of your schedule. Join us talking about the sport of kings here on Winning Ponies, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. Sorry we were unable to get a hold of Rosemary Homeister. That sometimes happens when you have live radio and you actually do not tape. But I will tell you this. I'm sure that uh, she, was, uh, she was busy because I spoke to her a few times this week and today, and she was elated to actually have the opportunity, and uh, something must have come up. So we'll probably have her on the next coming weeks. She's not going anywhere. She's only going to get bigger and better. That we can count on. It's bigger about bigger and better. We got our man Pistol Pete Ayalo on the line. Pistol, are you there? Yes, sir. Love to hear from you. How's your pizza, by the way? Uh, it's a little cold, but you know what can you do? It's a day old. <laughs> there you go. You know what? It sounds like we live the life of bachelors. Well, I'd like more to prefer to the term degenerate, but, uh, you know, that's <laughs> a nice way of saying it. <laughs> I try to clean up as we can, my man. Pete, we were talking just uh, before we get into some picks with you. You know, I really enjoyed chatting with you about racing and in general. And, and I'm going to give you the Edmire 30-second, I don't know if it's a fix, but just a 30-second perspective. For those tracks that are actually, uh, actually able to have and blessed to have VLT and or slot machine legislations or any type of uh, legislative help. I think it's wonderful that we take care of the horsemen. I think it's wonderful that we're going to fill a tax hole budget. But I still think we need more than ever to create from the bottom up a new player base. There's nothing more important than the player in this game. There's many people that are very important. Please don't get me wrong. But if we don't create for the future... We're just going to have a short-term fix. I'd love to reinvigorate the game. I don't want racing to fall to be a plan B, and I'd love to see us invest in the player because without them, we'd be running for blue ribbons. Pete, your perspective. I actually absolutely agree with you 100%. I think that uh, uh, player and player development is key. You know, you talk about taking care of the player. I think we have to do a better job as an industry of, uh, of developing the player and convincing people namely in the poker, uh, poker and, uh, and blackjack tables that were just as analytical a game, if not more so, than the, uh, you know, than the, the games they're playing now. And there's a higher, uh, higher return for a lower investment type of scenario with uh, horse racing as opposed to poker or blackjack. I think we really kind of missed the boat on that. You know, when you, when you talk to sociologists and, and gambling analysts, they tell you that it's a lot harder to convert a slot player to a horse player just simply because of the mentality uh, that each of the uh, two players have, you know, the slot player going into it with an instant win, um, 
you know, a more of a fast-paced, quick-fire type scenario, whereas the uh, horse player is a little bit more of an analytical player. So there actually is two separate uh, uh, psychological diagnoses for the two players, so it's really not easy to convert one to the other, whereas the blackjack or the poker player has the same mentality uh, as the horse player does. So I think we got to look to that sector for a uh, possibility of uh, customer development. Uh, I also think that simulcast identity is huge, and, you know, I, I've preached this a lot during during school, and I used to get in quite the heated arguments during class, you know, about what's uh, important in racing and, and uh, what's the most important factor in, in, in business and how do you increase handle. And I always said that simulcast identity is perfect. And uh, uh, if anybody from Northfield Park's listening, I'm getting ready to give you a shot in the arm, not that you need it. But I think a track like Northfield's one heck of a good model where the racing is cheap. Nobody at Northfield could disagree with me that their racing is cheap, but uh, Dave Bianconi, the simulcast guy there, has done an absolutely phenomenal job. The signal goes everywhere. So just because the signal is cheap, uh, Dave has done a job of uh, framing the product as something that's a legitimate product, as something that may or may not, or, you know, may be a little more uh, than it actually is in terms of quality. And, you know, when you go into Mom and Pop's OTB in the middle of nowhere in Montana, they may take two signals, Belmont Park in the afternoon and Northfield at night. So uh, from a racetrack standpoint, if we can develop some kind of simulcast network and, you know, expand the pie so we don't have so many parties fighting over, uh, you know, a reduced-sized pie, I think we can be better in the long run. I know that wasn't 30 seconds, but you know what, I'm Pete? a tad verbose. But, you know, it's, uh, it's the truth, and sometimes the truth takes... You know, it was just a little tongue-in-cheek, 30 seconds. There's no fix-it. But I enjoy having someone on that knows the industry, and you were educated in such. I mean, they definitely didn't teach you Race Claim 101. That was a passion and love of yours. It was kind of uh, the cherry on the Sunday, the ancillary product. And uh, But I think you're, you're a full, well-rounded, prepared person in racing. So enough of me uh, kissing you up while you're eating your cold pizza. Pete, you've been on fire. And when I say on fire, you give out everybody a bunch of winners except for me. And why is that? Uh, well, because uh, certain uh, <laughs> gentleman, uh, maybe his last name might be Meyer, usually doesn't get up uh, and head to the self-service machine when I say to, uh, <laughs> as opposed to all the loyal viewers uh, or listeners of Winning Ponies who, uh, when I say to jump, they ask how high and uh, go to the windows with full fifth. Proof in the pudding last week, actually, with the horse I gave out as 12 to 1 on the morning line. I thought it was a justifiable 12 to 1. You know, it wasn't a, a morning line that I didn't think would hold up. The horse won and returned a generous 680. So i got to say that I was a little frustrated by that. To, to go to the, the, the task of picking a winner out of that race at 12 to 1 on the morning line and to only get 680 for your money. But as uh, your good friend John Engelhart says, uh, 680 is better than uh, kicking the pants. If you find it on the ground, you'd pick it up every day of the week. Peter, uh, you know, when you're playing the smaller ovals, uh, I think you, you'd uh, just really give me a call in my office, and you said, was that your $96 on the first flash? And uh, <laughs> no, no, it was not, but, but that was a great uh, great observation, as they have been all, all this time. And what I'm going to say is, please don't stop now. Regale us with many more winners. Well, here's a race. Uh, I'm going to go kind of the opposite. I'm thinking that uh, the morning line actually might be too low for the horse I'm going to give tomorrow. Now, the, this is not to say that she won't go off lower than the morning line, but I think that the horse that they have as the morning line favorite will take a lot of wagering support. And uh, The race I'm referring to is race 10 on the card at River Downs tomorrow, uh, scheduled post time at 4.20 Eastern time. $4,000 claimer, non-winners of two races in two years. 
Uh, we have a field of seven lined up, so not the biggest field, and uh, frankly, some of them are tosses uh, automatically. So, really leaves me with uh, about five or so, five contenders, four or five contenders at the very most here. Uh, but I very much like the six horse, Miss Hill Road in the race. Uh, she came in by way of Mountaineer last time to River Downs, drew an outside post for that race. It was in the slop. It was a full field of 11. Perry Utes got her seventh early, moved her up steadily to the half-mile marker, and uh, she had clear sailing on the outside, made a four-wide move, and uh, kicked on to win by six. Um, believe it or not, uh, even though it's, she's taking the logical step up from the non-winners of one and two years to the two and two years, I actually think that the field she beat last time was probably better than the bunch she's going to face today, uh, maybe with one possible exception, that being the Cleveland Invader Angel Wings, who, between you, me, and everybody else in the radio land, I'm not convinced will be running. Um, Don Rose ships a horse a long way to run for 4,000. That's all I can say about Angel Wings. But here's the other thing I like about Miss Hill Road, Ed. Got this race here. A lot of horses have speed. Three watch me leave knows nothing but going to the lead. Four unreal dream is the morning line favorite. I'd like to talk about her just a little bit. She won last time at two to one. She won by ten that day. Four thousand non-winners of one in two years. So she's making the same step up as Miss Hill Road is. Now she beat a field of six. Uh, Miss Hill Road was in a field of eleven. That's uh, point number one for Miss Hill Road. Point number two, the favorite in that race. Uh, was a filly that had been off for two and a half years from the feedback stable. So if that's the favorite, I'm not going to tell you about the rest of the bunch. Uh, so <laughs> needless to say, I don't think the quality was there in the Unreal Dream race as opposed to one, the one that Miss Hill Road won. So that's two points for Miss Hill Road. Uh, the best of five series, Miss Hill Road wins 3 nothing in the sense that Unreal Dream has one gear and it's the first gear. She likes to go to the lead. She got a cheap opening quarter, a cheap half mile last time, and was able to make use of it, which is good for Mike Hughes and Mike York horse. Don't get me wrong. But uh, here's Miss Hill Road that's a lot more uh, tractable a racehorse, can sit on or near the pace, can uh, come from well out of it, has an outside draw, so she's outside of the speed in here. And I just really see Miss Hill Road as being the one to gun down. 51 by her speed fig last time. So really, for me, all there are all arrows point to Miss Hill Road. Um, uh, if you would permit me, I'll give you a couple more horses in here to uh, look out for, maybe Please, use yeah. underneath in your exotics. If the five-horse Angel Wings runs in the race, which, as I said, I'm not convinced that she's going to, uh, she could be deadly effective here. Uh, the horse that she uh, lost to last time, not the horse that won the race, or the race on the way, the horse that was second, T's Fashion Find, uh, inside information, not even in your racing form. T's Fashion Find won today. So uh, there, you can take her out of the non-winners and uh, one uh, of the year condition. She's won that now. So um, Angel Wings got a lot of speed to her. I think she's on the downward form of her form cycle. I don't know how much juice is left in the lemon, so to speak. She used to be one heck of a race mare when she was racing at Calder in Philadelphia and tracks like that. Uh, but she's fast enough to get to be effective here, and you never know, races like this, uh, sometimes a horse gets brave up top, and if she can clear, she can certainly win it. Uh, the, also, the others to touch on is the 7 Emma's World. Gets a good jockey switch here from Ramon Luna to Christian Rojas. I really like Ramon Luna. He's a heck of a race rider, but Christian Rojas is hot to the touch lately. He won another one today on a $42 horse, so he's the hot hand here. Uh, Emma's World coming out of a race, fairly suspect event. Uh, but she's had two good races since she had returned from the races, uh, since returned from the layoff, I should say. The buyer figures are going the right way. Three-year-old against older, she gets an outside draw. So maybe a six over the five-seven exact, six with the five-seven with the four-five-seven try. That's like the tenth it. race at River Downs. Like it. And not only are we dishing out winners, we're dishing out what we should do and in the gimbos, the gimmicks. 
which always help because I know you're a man that uh, just doesn't settle for uh, two dollars to win and or place uh, on on a runner. You uh, you actually let, you try to strike out and. Uh, you know, you brought up a really good point. There was a horse that was nine to five this past week, and you know, I said nine to five. You know, it's not much, and you said, well, you know, but the runner may be four or five to one in the exotic pool. Pick three or pick four, which is a very good point. And by hearing hearing that uh, gimmicks and trying to you know capitalize on all the potential that uh, you can possibly make at the windows. Pete, is that the only one you can give us out, or you got uh, you got anything well, hidden? I, I actually have a story I want to tell uh, the racing fans that may not make Riverdown seem like the uh, you know the biggest place in the world, but I think it's a valuable story from a handicapping perspective, simply because it really does reveal the point that I tried to make a few weeks ago on the program, that just because the track's small doesn't mean that there's not wagering value. I made a bet today at Riverdown, so pick three uh, type wager, I singled, it was actually Tease Fashion Find. I singled Tease Fashion Find up and down. I played the tickets. Uh, I think the ticket was $4. One of them was $6. And I played them twice a piece. So I spent about $20 in the race. And Tease Fashion Find won. She was the odds-on favorite. She was 3 to 5. In the second leg of the sequence, I went too deep. Uh, Fierce Look was a Woodard horse, and the Five Honor Lady was a Larry Holt trainee. And, I, you know, they, they looked like to be the top two horses in there. I got beat by a horse that was a 7-year-old maiden, that had uh, finished third most recently at 90-1, to um, had had trouble finishing races at Great Lakes Downs. You know, just the horse did not look bettable. Now, this horse wins. She pays 50 some dollars to win. Fierce Look, who was a 1-9 to nine favorite racing fan, so keep in mind what I would have been alive to. I would have been alive to a 3-5 to five onto a 1-9 to nine shot. So I'm not looking at a hell heck of a lot in the pick three. The winner of the next race, Ed, uh, was a horse I really, really liked. Uh, it was the type of horse that I would have jumped ship from River Downs to Thistle Down and gave you that horse if I was on the show last night as opposed to tonight. It was a Philly first time back from the two-year-old contest for the Tim Hambarn. I mean, those are uh, two angles I love. Tim Ham off the layoff and first time uh, as a three-year-old. Um, and this Philly won. She was 7-5 to five in the wagering. As you would say, the public was savvy. She was bet down from a 5-2 to two morning line. So let's look at the scenario of what I would have cashed for. I would have had a $4 pick three, three to five, one to nine, onto a seven to five. You know, Belmont Park, Arlington Park, I'm not cashing for more than $15 for two. No chance. Now, Primer Downs, nobody had the pick three. And I was talking with simulcast coordinator Vince Seister about it, you know, and we discussed that the pool size was about what it usually is. And... Simply put, we came to the conclusion that the betters at River Downs are, are much like myself, can't use a horse like that in the middle leg, that she just was, you know, they're, they're efficient pools, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, the pick three for two of three paid $11 for two. <laughs> I end up cashing the race for $45 while losing the pick three. Now, tell me, folks, at Pomont Park, if I had cashed the pick three as a winning wager, I wouldn't have got any more than 15 uh, and if I had lost the ticket, there was no chance of getting paid on any variety. So because I played the ticket at River Downs, where the smart money plays to pick three pools, uh, I get $45 for losing. I mean, I just was absolutely astonished by that. And I said to Vince at the time, I said, Vince, I said, if that's not a poster child for why people should bet River Downs, I don't know what is. Good point, my boy. Good point. And you know what? It, you cashed in, and uh, it'll probably pay for or at least put a dent in a nice weekend for you, my boy. 
Pete, thanks for calling in, taking time, and enlightening us with many things. We always look forward to having you on each and every week, and uh, you're definitely a staple part of the show, so don't be going anywhere and don't try to move out of town because I definitely will find you. Pete, well, thanks. listen, listen, Ed, you got to make sure you do me one favor. You got it. If you do ever talk to Rosemary, ask her why she rejected me, not once, not twice, <laughs> but three times on Facebook. I think very much of her writing ability. She doesn't actually have to speak to me. It's just more of a socialization thing. You got it, my friend. And and she called water me tonight, too, So, but I think she probably had good reason. Pete, thanks so much, and we'll hear you at the races, my friend. Everybody out there, have a great evening. Thanks, Pete. That's from Pistol Pete Aiello, one heck of a handicapper, very savvy fellow. He loves the word savvy. Time to head into a break. When we return, we're going to finish up with final furlong handicapping here on Winning Ponies. Your internet flagship station for sports. America Sports. The following commercial is sponsored by FeedThePig.org, an organization devoted to helping you save money. We will not entice you with messages like lowest prices in town, dealer approved, certified pre-owned. Nor will we brag about our huge selection, enormous variety. We will offer no contingencies like see store for details. Legal exclusions apply. Because we simply want to help you spend smarter and save better. Log on to FeedThePig.org. Find the benefits of saving for every stage of life. Brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with WinningPonies.com, the home of Horse Stradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry, let WinningPonies.com make some money for you. Hi, my name is Joanne, and I have mannequinism. Well, I did have it, but I'm not a mannequin anymore. Doctors said over 75% of my body turned into plastic. They said it's because I wasn't active in my community, because I didn't vote or volunteer or I don't know. All I wanted to do was cry, but I couldn't because I had plastic eyes. Protect yourself from mannequinism. Log on to fightmannequinism.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. School to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. Welcome back to the final furlong of Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer. It is that time of the show where we... Buckle down, and we start picking some some races to focus on for the weekend. Pistol's already got you one rolling. This guy's red hot. He knows what he's talking about. And he is a very astute player of the entire game. I mean, he does a lot of trip handicapping. A lot of times you don't find yourself... Uh, uh, you know, pouring over the, uh, the films and uh, the films. Jeez, well, now I'm showing my age the race replays, which are so readily available. 
Pete does. And if he doesn't see it live, he actually goes back. So anyway, that being said, pay attention to what Pete says. This guy really does his homework. Big weekend at Colonial Downs will start in the ninth race, a mile and the 16th. Inner turf, the Kitten's Joy. A lot of speed in here. They're going to go a mile and a 16th. I like the seven independent George Edgar Prado for Graham Motion. These guys are winning 14% together in 09 here. Third start off of a layoff. I love that. Go back two races ago, Kendrick Carmouche. It was the big-time favorite aboard in the Henry Clark at Pimlico. Ran a beautiful second against Brickell. And then went up to the grade three Eclipse and ran six with Kendrick Carmouche. Prado, the jock change alone, nothing against Kendrick. He's doing a tremendous job, but Edgar Prado's Edgar Prado. And when Independent George takes the takes the course that day, you got a 10 for 15 lifetime lover of the turf. Six-year-old gelding by Cozine. Independent George starts me in the ninth race at Colonial Downs. On to race number 10, a mile and an eighth on the outer turf is the Virginia Oaks. They're going to go a mile and eighth, grade three, very nice race here. I love shared account. Edgar Prado once again for Grand Motion. Grand Motion's only winning 26% at their Colonial Downs. Third start off of a layoff. Looks like this man has been pointing here. For a while, finished a very nice third. Last time, altered course. Shared account out of the 11 hole. Edgar Prado will make definitely good use of this runner here. 11th race of Virginia Derby. We're going to go a mile and a quarter. Nicanor's in there. Big step up. Big step up from the allowance ranks. I'm going to skip. I'm going to go to the Lime Ricky, the outside. Cornelio Velasquez for Frank Alexander. And ran a beautiful third against Battle of Hastings and Straight Story. Wide on the far turn out of the nine-hole last time out. Wide does not give it justice. Actually, 10 for 11 in the money on the turf line. Ricky come rocking and rolling. Look for Cornelio Velasquez, one of the most underrated turf riders in the country. In the Colonial Downs, Virginia Derby, that's race number 11. I like Lime Ricky. Sounds like a drink. Might be one you can cash in on. Let's go to the ninth race at Belmont, the sixth furlong, grade three, Jaipur. Remember that call? Heroes reward, J.J. Castellano for Dale Capano. Exits the grade three out of Woodbine was the beaten favorite. I love to play beaten favorites coming right back. The dam was a winner. She has two turf winners, five starts, four winners, and a stakes winner. Is there going to go six panels on the turf? Like it, love it, at five to two in the ninth race at Belmont on Saturday. Get a big piece of Heroes Reward. J.J. Castellano winning 13%, 42% in the money. On to Chicagoland, Arlington Park in the fourth race. Mile and the 16th in the allowance turf race here. And I, I love this runner. I just absolutely love this runner. The six Perry. James Graham for Thomas Proctor. They've been winning 29% to get a 64% in the money the last two months. I believe this three-year-old filly by Sky Classic likes the track with a little bit of give to it, but it was a beaten favorite last time out. I believe Perry is coming along at the right time, and Tom Proctor, once upon a time, saddled one of the very first Breeders' Cup winners, and I believe Perry will do incredibly well, James Graham, in the saddle. So the fourth race at Arlington, look no further than the sixth, Perry. On the race number nine at Arlington, bet of the day, that is the two, ha-cha-cha! Fernando Hara, one of the fastest and hardest riders in the game, next to Churchill Downs, the grade three regret into the grade three Arlington Oaks. I like hot cha cha at nine to five. 
Then we're going to Ellis Park race number nine, the Don Bernhardt Stakes for $50,000. I like to buy in here Vicarian, Calvin Burrell. You've heard of him before. He actually won the Derby for Ian Wilkes, and they do very well together. Ian Wilkes has only had one starter out of there, and he's one for one. Burrell, he can ride on broken glass, blacktop, or anything. Vicarian, with all the speed in here, Vicarian comes rolling out of nowhere. And then we're going to finish up our last race that we like. That is the 11th at River Downs on Saturday, the mile and eighth. Norm Barron, Queen City Oaks. Take a look at Slide's Choice and get all you want at four to five, but you're going to have to stretch out with pick threes, pick fours, doubles, etc. Little tiny story before we close it out. Tim Ham, one of the best trainers in Ohio, if not the Midwest, wanted to put blinkers on the first one, two, three, four, five, six races, but you can't make an equipment change for blinkers. Ran in the grade three dogwood, ran fourth. Corey Lenari said, put blinkers on. They put blinkers on last time out, boxed in badly, and still ran a beautiful third. Slide's choice is the lock of the week in the 11th race at River Downs, the mile and an eighth, $100,000, Norm Barron, Queen City Oaks. Well, time flies when you're talking thoroughbred racing. And we definitely would like to thank Pete Iello for stepping up and stepping in. As Rosemary Homeister was not available, we'll have her back in the future. That you can bet on. And for you, thanks for tuning in. We have a great weekend of racing coming up. Beautiful summer days. And until next week, may all your winners be many and your photos be few. Good luck, everyone. Thanks for listening to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. We know the information from today's show will help you at the next post. Keep listening for more next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.